tuned into the Hardwood Brand Podcast with your favorite guys, Dorian and Kyle. Good afternoon and welcome back to the Hardwood Brand Podcast. It's your favorite guys, Kyle and Dorian. If this is your first time listening, welcome and thanks for checking us out. To our regular listeners, welcome back and thanks for rolling with us. On this podcast, we discuss basketball-related topics, and we hope you find our conversations entertaining and educational. If you do, go back to our previous podcast and check them out. And with that said, let's sub ourselves in the game and get this ball moving. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Hardwood Brand Podcast. I'm your boy, D. Hill, the gift card bandit. Your boy's in the building, old man Ross, sweatsuits and new balances. We're back with another uh, podcast to talk about our favorite, Our I guess every time is our favorite time, but All-Star Weekend is here, and you know we're just going to break down who we have winning each event, who we think is going to win MVP in the games, and we will discuss the new formats um, that have uh, been announced in the three-point contest as well as in the regular All-Star game. Uh, but first, we um, want to talk about uh, the most recent trade deadlines. Mm, mm, We're going to mm. just touch on it real quick. We're just going to talk about who we think won and who uh, we think uh, made the best deals going forward because it was just a lot of miscellaneous people thrown in trade. So we don't really got time to talk about that today because we wanted to focus on the NBA All-Star Weekend. Right. Man, Let me can I, before you continue – I went to sleep. I was. We were all under the weather. I don't know this El Segundo virus going around, but I went to sleep, man, for like two, three hours before the trade deadline on that Thursday. Woke up, my phone went crazy. I saw all these trades. I'm like, I saw some good trades. I saw some bad trades, but I was like, damn, it was just so much movement within the last two, three hours, you know, before the, the deadline. I, I I couldn't believe it, you know? Yeah, and I feel like I feel like a lot of teams nowadays they just make trades just to be making trades. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm I'm saying I agree with that. Like, because a lot of the trades didn't really make sense. I mean, I know they make trades for cap space and all this stuff, but like that twelve team twelve player trade was kind of outrageous. I mean, just do what you got to do, but I don't know. I just feel like the hype of the trade deadline makes these teams just make deals just to make deals they do and this is probably a a a smaller trade but as a clipper fan were you happy with your new pickup um yeah i actually think that that was a good pickup for the clippers because uh mr moore senior he i like provides you know toughness Uh and um he shoots the ball really well he's the better one out of the two twins and I've always been a fan of him. Um, I know it's been out, you know, in the media that, he, you know, he, it was going to be the Lakers or the Clippers, but I thought he fit better with our squad because, um, you know, he could just slide into one of those spots that, you know, Mo, Mo Harkless, who they traded for, could just slide in there and provide just more toughness and just more consistent scoring at that, you know, four spot. Yeah, no, I I saw that one. I saw him in IT got traded, right? But I, I, I yeah, they they poor IT. I know he can't catch a break, man. After he gave his heart and soul to Boston, it just it was never the same. Hopefully, another team will pick him up and he'll be able I to. Think con- he yeah, you think he finished? Yeah, man. I I mean, I hate to say it, but it's it's sad to say as well. Like, if I were him, I'd really look into uh, suing the Celtics, man, for a character defamation just because like we said like he gave his heart and soul to the Mm -hmm. celtics Mm -hmm. he played through injuries his sister died and they just closed the door on the brother lost the tooth that same series too lost the tooth yeah man like Mm -hmm. that dude was averaging like 28 that season and he carried the celtics by himself Yeah. The least they could have did was just resigned him. I mean, I think the whole situation would have been a lot better for him if he would have stayed in Boston. I agree with that. Um, I know that. I know the injury took its toll on his body, and you know he's not the same shape wise that he was. But 
I just feel bad for the guy, man. And then he and he's just in bad situations. I know they he was on the Lakers briefly, and they tried to make yeah. that work. Then he was on Sacramento, if I'm not mistaken. Then the then the Wizards, and yeah. Then he was in Cleveland, right, with Bron. They just yeah, it, it was just a lot. It, it, they were just trying to force bad situations um, on him. And I was hoping the Wizards would have worked with him and Bradley Beal now that John Wall has, has been out. Uh, but like you said, it was just – it's a, it hasn't been the same for him since the injury, but especially with the Boston thing. I think it just took its toll on, on him. That sucks, man. Hopefully he get another yeah. opportunity. Anyway, that was – but that wasn't the bigger trades, obviously. Um, right. Uh, you, you had mentioned – a. You were going to talk about a few. What's one of the bigger trades? Oh yeah, you? like I, uh, the one of the most surprising trades to me was the, it was like that twelve player trade. But mm -hmm. the the big names were that Capella was going from Houston yeah, to Atlanta, and Robert Covington from uh, Minnesota to Houston. Covington's a big pickup, boy. He's a good one. Yeah, it was a big pickup and a big loss, really, because you know Ca uh, Capella was a part of the way Houston was playing, but I guess they just felt like they weren't going to be able to to win with that formula. So they, you know, let them go, and they chose to go small ball, which looked insane because the first team they played against were the Lakers, and the Lakers are huge, but small ball prevailed, and they were just lighting the Lakers up from the outside Poor PJ Tucker got a guard centers now, but yeah, he was kind of doing that before. Oh, I mean, he ain't really. He was but now it's on a more consistent basis, right? And, they go know, that's, that that yeah. might tire him out a little bit. I think it will, and I think Houston. We notice we talk about this. They're not going to hit consistent threes, maybe in the playoffs, but they're going to have bad games. And Charles and Kenny and even Shaq talked about it. Most teams have a big man that's somewhat skilled, maybe not like yeah. AD and and Dwight and JaVale, but if you have a mediocre, a dead man or somebody, uh, a Aiden that can give you 20 and 10, that should beat the Rockets if they're not hitting that three ball. So I don't. I don't know how it's gonna work out. I like Covington a lot. I think he he really didn't have a good situation out there where he was. Um, even when he was in Philly, but I I think the, the the small ball can work when you're hitting the three. James has actually had a terrible couple of weeks, um, but Eric Gordon and Russell playing the the Russell that we love is has been holding them down. Um, I think that's kind of where Houston is is strong at. But I don't think even going into playoffs when the game slows down, I don't see much happening with with them. I don't think they can beat. The Lakers or the or the Nuggets in a, a seven game series. I don't see that. Nah, man. I, I don't even. I don't even think that they could. Could I mean I agree with you. They they're not gonna beat any team in a seven game series playing that style of ball. I even with Capella, like I felt always felt like Houston was just a great regular season team, right? And when the the tempo of the game slows down in the playoffs. James is already gassed, and the way that their team is set up, it's not set up to make a championship run mm -hmm. anyway. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, why not cut salary cap and just throw out, you know, fun basketball? I guess you would call it. That's all it is. It, it, it's uh, but I don't, I don't see them going anywhere. It's a, a amazing AAU style. Um, like if you got a dope team in the gym that could run and gun yeah. and when y'all all on fire it's amazing but other than that I don't see them doing much in the playoffs and like you said I don't see them beating teams uh when it counts the Lakers it was just really a fluke you know how the Lakers do at times they yeah they they play down to their competition and they get laxed and whatever it is what it is yeah, it kind of gave you know the Rockets a sense of false hope, but maybe maybe it might work for the rest of the regular season. I mean, since they made the trade, they are five and three, so I mean, they're not doing too bad. They're not doing 
outstanding. Yeah, they're not doing terrible. And then Tony likes that, like you mentioned. That's the style. Of course. When he when Phoenix, I guess Amari was their center, but he loved when he had yeah. um didn't he have Jared Dudley and Channing Fry and all mm-hmm. those like those guys? And he just wanted threes. Just shoot. We just gonna shoot. Yep. And um that's what he likes. He likes the small ball. He likes shooting threes. He likes no defense. He wanna just outrun and outshoot everybody. So we'll see how it goes. Yep, yep. Um one trade that I did like and we mentioned, uh, I like D going to the Wolves. I know he had mentioned going to play with Caronte Towns, that's his buddy. Uh, I, yep. I think there's some potential there, man. Poor Wiggins, you know, he's another one that it just it hasn't worked out. He hadn't really panned out for him in his career being the number one pick. I think he was starting to turn the wheel a little bit this year. Um, but I think D'Lo and Carl Anthony Towns and, um, you know, the core pieces that they have there, I, I think within the next – if they can get one more – a solid guy, I think they'll be okay. I think they're gonna be fun, young, and 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 fun to watch. And I think they're gonna give the the West some some problems with the years to come. Yeah, because I I mean the the sleeper in that whole deal, um, also in the deal that I had spoke of earlier was Malik Beasley yeah. going to Minnesota. I think from, that yeah, adds a, yeah. a a great uh, two three uh, guard. Um, and small forward to their lineup because he can score. He's very sound um, on on the offensive side. So I think, you know, like you said, with the youth that they have in a couple years, if they could just add a couple more pieces, like maybe a couple of veteran pieces, they, they might be able to make some noise. And it's just experience. I know they have a young coach. Um, but if you can keep those guys together, at least you're starting with D'Lo, who played like an all-star that was last year in Brooklyn. The spotlight won't be on him like it was in L.A. We always talked about that. Um, and it won't be in Minnesota. Like, Minnesota is a place that guys are there and you forget about them. But a Jared yeah. Culver that is a rookie that played well at in college, mm-hmm. if he can get a couple uh, years under his belt with those same guys. Uh, a Kogi is a solid guy. I really like Nas Reed. Um, that was the backup yeah. for for um, Carlton Towns. I, I, he's not bad, but you know, you guys just gotta play together. And we always talk about chemistry and and um, you know how long these guys can stay consistent. But opportunity um, is the biggest part. So I think if they stay together and they're healthy, I'm not saying they're gonna win the championship. So everybody settle down. But I think <laughs> I think that they'll be fun to watch. They won't be like the the old T Wolves. Where you like, damn, that with Rubio and just a bunch of dudes, you know? Yeah, and I think uh, if if Devin Booker hadn't signed that, that huge contract, he would probably be making his way to Minnesota yeah. to play with his boys. That'd be but, a crazy you know, I team. Guess we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see. And you never know, know what'll happen. About. You never know what'll happen, man. This is true. <laughs> this is true. We thought we thought James Harden and. And uh, Chris Paul was going to be together for a long time, and then all of a sudden, and Chris got a crazy yeah. contract. So we we you don't know. And another guy that's out there in Minnesota is James Johnson, who we both like, and he was with the Heat and, and different teams. Yep. And he's a good um, veteran guy that they have. So we'll we'll see how that goes. But that was just the trade that stood out to me that I think actually might work f- for the Wolves. And I and I also think Andrew Wiggins might do okay um, out there in Golden State because they're not going to ask him to be the a leading scorer on that roster once Steph and uh, Clay and all those guys get back. He could just be a slasher and you're right. I think he could be like the Andre Iguodala type. That's um, a good call. That's a great call. Player, great yeah, call. Like I, I I see that for him in the future, and I think he might excel in that position. That's a good one. I didn't I mean, think about that. Yeah, and since I brought up Andre, I mean, what do you think about Iggy. him uh, signing with the Heat? I love it, man. I I know we talked about the Heat off off mic, and I love Jimmy Butler. Um, I like Bam. I like Jay Crowder. I like those dudes. They scrappy guys and. 
Yeah. You know, they a little aggressive. Some guys think think that they're a little too aggressive, but I like them. And I think Iggy being there, another scrappy guy that's that's um a great utility guy as we always talk about, I think that'll just help them. Uh they have a lot of young, talented guys, young shooters, and Miami's surprising me, man. They're really, really surprising me. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think everybody kind of was, like, scratching their head in the summer when Jimmy decided to go there. They was like, what? Mm -hmm. But, I mean, like you said, they have a lot of young pieces there. And at this trade deadline, when they were able to get Iguodala and um, Jay Crowder, that, like you said, they added more scrappiness to an already scrappy team. Like, they just have a – a culture building there now, like that they're going to be a scrappy, athletic, well-coached shooting team. And it's funny that, you know, that's your, that that's the team that you like and the culture that you used to hate. I know. And I, he's still there, man. So it's, it's obviously not me. It's something that he's, I mean, Hey, he's been there for years and years and he's turned into a pretty good coach. I mean, players help. You you gotta have some pieces, but you're right. <laughs> Sposter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we gotta give credit to Pat Riley too. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. know, he always puts puts teams together, but I'm like like you said, nobody saw the Miami Heat uh coming this season for real. No. Nobody and and they're doing really well uh in the East. I mean, my obviously the the um the Bucks are the far Bucks. ahead of everyone, but Miami surprised a lot of a lot of teams, uh, and they and they they have a really good roster. They still have your boy, the Dragon Gordon Dragic on the bench. Yep, and our one of our favorites, Derrick Jones Jr. And they he mm-hmm. they still got Hero and a bunch of guys. I mean, everybody knows the roster, but Kendrick Nunn is somebody that I think when you get guys that really don't they had to work for it their opportunity like either coming up from the d league or being in college four years and getting drafted low when you get the opportunity you make the best of it and that's like even like jimmy butler how he he didn't get drafted high they come in the nba and do different things like he had to work his ass off and that's why he probably is like that so he instills that in guys around him bam is another guy like working 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 he was a backup for one of your favorite guys that they traded, uh, Whiteside, and mm-hmm. his his time was limited. So you got a bunch of dudes that Duncan Robinson, a bunch of guys that are working hard and they and they're enjoying the moment and they're taking full advantage of the opportunity. And I think that's why Miami is successful because dudes are not taking any games off. Period. Yeah, yeah. So, that's and it. you know, and some of these dudes have have played their way into uh, the All Star game. This Just is try true. to segue that in there. Yeah, that was nice. You're a professional. This is what you do. <laughs> this is what you do. Even though Jimmy should have been a starter, but yeah, I, for sure. I'm for not sure. gonna go on and go on a tangent. But you're right. We this all this all star podcast. Um, so I guess what Friday Friday kicks off. Yep, Friday kicks off on Valentine's Day. The NBA <laughs> out there getting dudes in trouble for years now. Man, that's a damn shame, the NBA. They know they could do this in March, okay? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but it is what it is. We just got to make it happen. Got to make it work some way, somehow. But, yeah, the, um, so they start with the – I guess, I mean, we'll start with the NBA events. They do have a celebrity game that's on Friday. Um, but the NBA Rising Stars Challenge um, comes on at – 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 o'clock Pacific. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't know, the All-Star Game this year is in Chicago. Chi-Town. Yeah. So it's the U.S. versus the world. Um, that's kind of self-explanatory. But if you don't know, they pick uh, players that um, are in the first two years of their careers. Correct. And players that were born um and raised in the United States obviously play for the United States and then people that were born outside of the United States are a part of the world team. 
So we're not going to, you know, get into the nitty gritty of this. We're just kind of going to give you guys a couple players that we think will have great games and could possibly win the MVP. Sound like a plan to me. So in this NBA Rising Stars Challenge, who are you picking to win? Uh, Team-wise, I'm going to go with the U.S. roster. Okay. Okay. I'm going to roll with them because I think they got a lot of gunners on that team. Yes, they do. This is this is gonna be an easy one, in my opinion. Um, <clears throat> who are you looking at have a standout game, or who are you looking forward to? And on from the U.S. Um, there's there's three guys. I mean, there's a, there could be four. I don't know, but I'm gonna just I'm gonna just say the top two. I think it easy ones. I mean, I I know everybody's gonna be looking to see what Zion's gonna do. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody's gonna be looking for Ja to do. What Ja does and in the all-star type setting, I think it fits his game well. So I wouldn't be surprised if he came out as MVP. Um, and then your boy Trey Young is in it too. So it's going to be exciting, I think. It is. And then we we were just talking about him. Kendrick Nunn, that, that hard work paid yep. off. Eric Pascal. And Jaron Jackson too. Jaron Jackson. And Devontae Graham. Our, that's our guy right there, the shooter. I'm glad he got yep. the braids. Yep. Uh, they got a nice roster, man. I'm actually going to go with the world team. Um, okay. Because, you know, I'm well-rounded guy. Not that you're, you are as well, but I'm going to go with Dantich. And he's not a bum. But, but Przingis, thank God he's not on this roster. Uh, I think – Hater, hater. <laughs> I think that this is a game that Luka's just going to show out. And um, I think he, he'll get the MVP of the game. And and throwing a lot of dimes, shooting from half court. We got Aiden that's actually stepped up, and he's been being pretty consistent over the last month. R.J. Baird's not doing so so well, but maybe this is a game they get his second half of his season going. Um, and your guy, Shay uh, Alexander, I know you like him a yeah, lot, my boy. That's your guy you always talk about. So I, I think those young guys, and you know, you have other guys that are the Brandon Clarks that that will dunk on you, and Josh uh, Akogi we talked about. I, I just think that everybody probably has the U.S. winning, but the world team knows that they're the 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 underdogs, so they're gonna come out trying to uh, get this win. Yeah, I definitely agree with the Luca thing. I feel like. Once you get selected to the All-Star game, you shouldn't have to play in this. That's how you feel? You just going to put that out there? I mean, honestly, like, that's a that's a large workload for someone. Like, And then you, you play to make it to the big All-Star game. Yeah, you're in your second year, but I don't feel like you, you have to play this if you get selected to the big All-Star. That's just like if you play JV and <laughs> you got selected to the JV All-Star game and – you got called up to play in the playoffs for the varsity team. It's like, uh. You got to do both. They just showing how talented you are. Yeah, I guess. You well-rounded, as I mentioned earlier. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. That's just my opinion. No, I got man. you. It, it, and I'm looking at some of the guys like Trey Young is going to have a busy, busy weekend. Uh, yeah. You know, he's in other comp, uh, he's in different competitions throughout the weekend. But you're right. I, I see Luca and Trey are the ones you're really referring about because they were going to yeah, be playing on sure, Sunday. Sure. I got you. I got you. Maybe they'll change for it. Sure. Maybe they'll change it one day. They ain't changing. It's all about selling them tickets. Bro. Well, you never know. They made some changes, as you mentioned, throughout the weekend, so you never know. True, true. You never know, man. Okay, so that's pretty much it for Friday, and then Saturday is when the fun begins, right? Yes, sir. Right. I cannot wait. I mean, this is – you could you could be high on it or you could just be middle of the road like me. Like, I try not to go into it with any crazy expectations like we used to when we were kids because we've seen so much growing up, like, innovation-wise, and it's kind of slowed over the past couple of years. But I think we we might see something nice this year. Yeah, and the last few years, aside from – yeah. Uh, I think it was a dunk contest a couple years back with Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon. The three-point contest was actually the better uh, competition of the night. So 
It was. I think over the last two years, they've kind of been equal. So hopefully this this mm-hmm. weekend that you know it'll be a good weekend for us. It won't just be one event and then people will be watching gone in sixty seconds after you know they always play something all night. <laughs> yeah, for sure. After, so whatever. Bad boys too. Yeah, and they be playing it all night. So first off is the skills challenge. Um, yep. We got bigs versus guards, pretty much. Jason Tatum, uh, Pascal Siakam, Bam Adebayo. Uh, you got Sabonis, you got Patrick Beverly, Chris Middleton, Spencer Dewitty, and your guy again, Shea uh, Alexander. Who yeah. do you have winning this event? I am going to go. I, th- I think he was a former winner before. Uh, I'm going with Spencer Dinwiddie just because um, I feel like his skill set is so all around. It it's is. It's a shocker. I was going to go with Patrick Beverly, but – his shooting is not always on point. Um, and I feel like Spencer could knock down that three ball. So uh, that's who I'm picking. Patrick Beverly hit the wide open jump shots, don't he? Patrick Beverly only can hit that corner three. Oh, yeah. he And he got to shoot it from the top of the key, right? Yeah. It's not a good look for him at the top of the key. Oh, well. Um, sorry, Patrick. Uh, I'm going to go with um, Jason Tatum. I feel like. Solid pick. I feel like Jason is, we always talk about it, he's very smooth, he's well-rounded guy, can do pretty much everything. The passing might hurt him if he just takes his time, bounce pass, the chest pass, mm-hmm. I think he'll be good. But I, I know he'll make the free throw, he can make the dunk, the three-pointer. Um, So we'll see. But I got Jason Tatum. Uh, I, li- I was looking at yeah. Bam, but I, I, I'm going to go with Jason Tatum. I think for the bigs, Bam is going to advance. What about Siakam? Uh, you don't feel confident with him? No, nah, I like Siakam, but, you know, again, he a streaky shooter. I feel like this is this might be set up for for Bam to, to shine for the All-Star weekend. There's nothing wrong with that. And once again, that's another Miami Heat player. Look at that. Every category, everything we're talking about is a Heat player. Exactly. That's crazy. Uh, okay, moving on to the next event, three-point contest. We got Damian Lillard. Man. Trey Young, Zach Levine, which I don't know why, Buddy Hill, Duncan Robinson, Joe Harris, David Bart Bartans, Bartans, Bartans. I, I don't want to destroy his name. Yeah. And Devontae Graham. This one is going to be fun. Yeah, I, I, the the only name like you said was Zach Levine. I don't know why he's there. He didn't want to just be in a, and dunk, contest. In a dunk contest, right? What are you doing? I think maybe that maybe it was a misprint. Oh, you saying that he's not even supposed to be in that contest? <laughs> he should not be in the three-point contest. He should be in the dunk contest and give us another show with Aaron Gord and Derrick Jones Jr. Um, but that's we'll talk about that in a second. Okay. Who you are? Uh, the three-point contest uh, has a couple new wrinkles in it um, okay. before we you know say our picks. Um, the league is introducing two new spots for the um three point contest. the The new spots will be at the top of the key and uh, wing adjacent. It, it'll be like a podium, I guess, with a with a green ball, which will be called a three ball. And if you hit it, it'll be worth three points. Oh. So we know guys like uh Trey Young and Damian Lillard with the insane range will be trying to make those. Throughout the night, mm-hmm. Graham got a little range too. I think he might try one. Yeah, but you're right. That, and Duncan Robinson. And Duncan right. That's so. That's so. That's new. That's been implemented this year for the three point contest for those guys that shoot from half court, pretty much, huh? Yeah. Oh yeah. And the the po- the the pedestals or podiums, they'll be six feet behind the si- the three point line. Wow, that's so far. That's, that's a little bit deep. That's far. Yeah. Okay. Well. So that's a little wrinkle they added this year. Try to bring up the excitement. Okay. Well, who you got? Um, I have Joe Harris and Duncan Robinson in the finals. Uh, white men can't dunk, but they can shoot. They can shoot. I know it's Black History Month. I apologize, but <laughs> I feel like 
Joe Harris and Duncan Robinson, shooter wise, um, especially Duncan Robinson, I I think he's a amazing shooter. And guess what? He's on the Miami Heat. <laughs> exactly. And the crazy thing is, uh, our, our our main man Keon uh, talked about Duncan being one of the best shooters he's he's seen yep. in person. Shout out to Keon. And it yep. took a minute for it to to translate, but. That boy is knocking them down. Knocking them down for real. I remember we had that 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 podcast. He was talking about that. So yeah, shout out to Keon. Yep. You saw what everybody's seeing now in Duncan. So I got Duncan and Joe Harris um, in the finals. How about yourself? Who you got? I'm gonna go with Buddy Hield and Trey Young. Oh, okay. You going with Mister Hield, huh? Yes, sir. I'm going Mister Hield and Mister Young. I feel like. If Trey can knock down those two big, big uh, money balls, or the I'm sorry, the three balls, uh-huh. uh, that'll be six extra points he's gonna tack on to whatever insane um, score he throws up there. I think he, but I, th- I think he can do it too. Him and like you mentioned, Dame and Devonte, but I, I think Trey can hit those. He does it in the game, so it's nothing. I don't think it's gonna change. Right, right. But I think uh, you know to win it all. I'm I'm a, I'm a roll with Buddy. Got Buddy winning it all. Okay, and I have. I do. I got Joe Harris winning it all. I'm going with that. Oh, back to backs. Yeah, I just you know, Brooklyn stand up. I just feel like he he got something to prove. Oh, I'm okay. going with Joe Harris to win it all, man. I feel it, man. Okay. Hey, dark horse is Damian Lillard. I'm just, I gotta say it. That's my guy. I was so. waiting for you to bring Dame up somehow, some way. I was waiting. I had to. Anytime Dame is in any category, he's gonna be mentioned. That's who I'm really going for. But you know, I had to make it interesting. Yeah, you right. Change it up. We don't want because that's like me picking Kimber Walker on everything. So we, <laughs> we switch it up. Um, and then we got the event of the night to 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 cap the night off right. The dunk contest. Your main man, Dwight Howard, Aaron Gordon, Derrick Jones Jr., Pat Connington. Yep. So, who do you have winning this event? Man, I I honestly am going to pick Derrick Jones Jr. because Mm. he cannot fail two times in a dunk contest. Mm. I felt like the last time he just wasn't ready. But this time he's in the league. He's got used to the lifestyle. He's gotten used to, you know, the big games. And I think, you know, he's going to bring out what he was supposed to that first time, this time. Mm, okay. Derrick Jones. And remember, we saw him in Summer League a couple years back, and he was ridiculous. Yeah, it was amazing to see it in person. Um, I like Derrick. I hope he does well. I'm actually going to go with Aaron Gordon. Just because I feel like he got robbed that year against Zach Levine on his back-to-back because we saw something that we had never seen before with Aaron Gordon Mm -hmm. uh, when he damn near sat in the air and put the ball behind his his legs in the air. And it was amazing. It was amazing overall, but I feel like Aaron this year has something to prove and he's going to show us something that we've never seen before. I think he's going to touch the – the, the the scoreboard or something crazy, <laughs> the shot clock or something crazy. <laughs> oh, he might, man. Like yeah. I like I do definitely agree that he got robbed that year. Um, Zach Levine jumped from the free throw line twice in that, and that dunk that you mentioned, Aaron, Aaron Gordon's, and when he had the mascot spinning on the, it was the most the ridiculous thing ever. Was crazy. Uh, it was the most ridiculous thing we've ever seen <clears throat> for real. I mean, I do look for Dwight Howard to do something insane because he has in the past, but I don't think he's going to win. Just like that, huh? <clears throat> nah. Okay. Superman is in the building. Yeah, don't let Shaq hear you saying that. He gonna come. That's look, what I'm saying. He's going to come looking for you. Um, yeah, uh, so hopefully overall all these events will be entertaining. Um, but for sure. I'm, I, we got to get some picks right, man. Something got to happen. Yeah, because we bad when it comes to any kind of predictions. People be listening to our podcast like, man, these dudes don't know what they talking about. 
They go like, oh, predictions. I ain't even going to click on this. <laughs> All right, man. Let's move on to the, I guess this is the the main attraction of the weekend, huh? Yep, yep. The NBA All-Star Game is uh, Sunday at 6 p.m., uh, 9 p.m. Eastern. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year, they're going to be doing a... a a tribute to Kobe Bryant. You know, we all know what happened to Kobe. Mm-hmm. Um, so they will, um, each after each quarter, um, they'll start over, and it'll be 0-0 at the beginning of the first three quarters. The winners of the first three quarters will receive $100,000 per quarter to donate to a Chicago-based charity of the captain's choice. So say Giannis wins the first quarter, um, $100,000 will go to the charity that he chooses and say LeBron wins um, the second quarter, then $100,000 goes to a charity that LeBron selected. And then after the three quarters, um, they'll add up those totals from each of the first three quarters and uh, they'll get their totals. And then they will, whoever has the highest total out of those two, say, uh, Team Giannis has 100 points at the end of those first three quarters. Um, they will have to score um, an additional 24 points, which is the Kobe tribute, in order to win the game. Got you. So they'll have to have a final score of 124 in order to win the total game. And then I think the other team has to score uh, 24 points as well. That's kind of cool. Yeah, and then the winning teams, um, whoever wins out of that, uh, another $200,000 will be donated to the charity of the team who uh, won the game. So I think it's cool to uh, give back to charities um, instead of, like, giving the money to uh, the players. I think they get paid still, but I'm not sure. Players don't need that damn money anyway. So No, they don't. Or they was getting cars or some random – one year they gave Blake Griffin. Remember that kid he jumped over? He wasn't. Oh, yeah, that's right. He yeah. wasn't. I think he actually donated or gave it away to somebody that needed. But um, also in this year, the players will be wearing the number two. So Team LeBron will mm-hmm. wear two for Gigi. That was her number when she was playing. And uh, Team Giannis will be wearing 24, Kobe Bryant being his number. So that's also something yep. that they added for this year to um, – just uh, show love to uh, the Bean family, the Bryant family, I should say, and you know that's still yep. it's still unreal. But I th- I think the All Star Game this year will be uh, will will be different. <laughs> I think with uh, all these players I'm looking at, it's a lot of it's a lot of shooters on on Team uh, LeBron, man. A lot of shooters. Feel like. Yeah, I I feel I feel like LeBron has uh the better team if I'm being biased. There's no question about that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it was just him being able to be picking first and then it kind of trickled down or it's just Giannis don't know what the heck he doing. <laughs> nah, Giannis had an opportunity. I mean, AD going to LeBron one and then he picked Embiid, but Giannis picked Embiid. Yeah. But he could have picked Kawhi, or you know, he didn't. He didn't have to pick Embiid. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, it's true. Anyway, it's, it's true. It's true. Um, who do you have? Obviously, winning the game, and and uh, who's going to be your MVP of the game? You think? Uh, I am going with Team LeBron to win the game. Okay. And my MVP is going to be Damian Lillard. <laughs> and would you look at that? Would you look at I that? I think Dame is going to go crazy, man. Dame always gets the shaft in the All-Star games, but I think this year he he's going to get a lot more playing time and he's going to let that thing fly. Would you look at that? Surprise, surprise, people. It wasn't no damn surprise. People knew who you was going to pick. I'm going to surprise the world. So I got Team Giannis winning. Uh, okay. And I think this man is going to have 10 three-pointers. I'm going with Trey Young for go. the MVP. Ooh, in, the, in his first starting MVP role, he's going to he just gonna let the MV, I mean, uh, all-star game. He's going to let that thing fly. He he's He's working all weekend. 
as you mentioned, from Friday all the way to Sunday. He's going to be hot, true. warm. He knows the court. You're going to let that thing fly. Ten threes, minimum. Mm, mm. You heard minimum. me. Minimum. You heard me. Have I been wrong we'll in the past that. with predictions? Uh, <laughs> all I'm going to say, I got one name for you. McMillan. <laughs> boy, 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 these predictions. <laughs> oh, man, oh, man. I know everybody's going to be got, Matter of fact, I got two names for you. McMillan and George. And we was just ahead of our time. Because Nate McMillan started doing well. Paul George is on your team doing well. He almost was the MVP last year. I think we just put it out there for the world to see, and it just it, it needs to just simmer another year or two. That's all. For sure. Trendsetting. That's what we do here. Here it is. Trendsetting. Thank you, my friend. So, yeah, that's – you got Team LeBron. I got Team Giannis. You got Damian Lillard. I got Trey Young. Mm. Two little guys that could possibly win the three-point contest as well. This is true. This is true. So that's hard. But I, like you, like you said earlier, like um, I'm just hoping that the the game is uh, entertaining. Um, I hope you know I'm interested to see this new wrinkle um, that they put in there. Hopefully, it adds more excitement to the games because um, it's kind of like you know for. Four separate games in in one, if you really look at it, because they're starting zero zero, and then you got to score twenty four points. Oh, and I forgot to say, there in the fourth quarter, there is no time on the clock. The game will last as long as it takes them to score that twenty four points. Okay, so it's just like the they really got this from the TBT because TBT will have a set a score at the end. Yep. of it's like the last few minutes of the game, and there's no clock. And they say, well, this is the score now, and first team to get to this score will win the game. And that's the same thing. So yep. I got it. Hey, man, well. TBT getting a check. You talking about as far as from the NBA? <laughs> I, yes. I can't I can't confirm that. I don't have the right paperwork to tell it. I don't know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you, that's something you had to bring up with the commissioner. I don't have nothing to say about that. Adam Silver, he probably don't even know somebody done stole from the TBT. <laughs> He's somewhere just just chilling on a boat somewhere. Like, yeah, go ahead and do that. That's cool. Whatever. That sounds good. That sounds good. Yeah. 24 points? Oh, yeah, we good. We good. Go ahead and do that. He don't care. So, that's the weekend, man. Uh, yeah, man. Hoping to see something uh, innovative and exciting on Saturday night. Uh, Friday, hoping, you know, they put on the show. Luca and uh, all the, the the USA guys, Zion and and Ja, and even in the celebrity Trey. game that you mentioned, they're gonna put on a show too. Quavo, I'm just gonna throw out there, he probably gonna get MVP. Well, that's he can really he hoop. It serious. Yeah, he can really hoop. Yeah, he, oh, that's no. He can. Um, it overall, it'll be a, a great weekend, like you mentioned before. We. We love this time of the year, but we love basketball. So anything basketball related, we love. Uh, but it should be fun. Or uh, everybody's gonna be watching what they love ones. And if you have to take your wife or your girlfriend out, hey, you watch the highlights or you tape it. That's just how it goes. Like Dorian mentioned, there's nothing you can do about it. This is nothing new to someone that's been in a relationship. You just gotta deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for, for sure. But before we get out of here. You got a fun fact for us? Hey, man, this is something new for me. I'm excited. I get to say the fun fact. <laughs> so normally, my co-host will give you the fun fact, but this is an all-star-related fun fact. I have four cities currently that have yet to host the NBA All-Star game. We got Portland, Sacramento, Memphis, and Oklahoma City. They have never had an All-Star game in any of those cities. It's a damn shame. Well, that's not a surprise. It's not a surprise, except for Portland. What about Sacramento? Now, I like Sacramento as far as going to the games and the excitement in the arena in Sacramento. Uh As far as hosting the All-Star game, they don't have much to offer the fans to come out there in Sacramento. Oh, you saying just the whole weekend. Yeah, what you going to do in Sacramento? 
this is what they could do. They could have the weekend activities in Oakland. And the game in Sacramento. And then everybody drive an hour to Sacramento. I'm just saying. It's not going to happen, my friend. (laughs) That's just like... That's just like saying you're going to have a game at the Staples Center and then have everybody go to Palmdale for the activity. Now, you know good and well. That That's were... what I'm saying. Well, Paul George would be, I don't know. You're right. I try. Paul George and Deadman, they they host. <laughs> well, you, nah, man, I, you may... Sacramento, they, it's going to be a while before they get the All-Star What game. about Sad Memphis? Say, That's su- a surprise. That is also a surprise. I think maybe they just haven't gone to Memphis because they be on first 48 like every week. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. But I heard the, I heard the barbecue was amazing. Yeah, so that and might then 36 Ma- Mafia and Project Pack a host. See, I'm, I'm putting this stuff out there for Memphis. I mean, I think out of the, the four team cities that you had mentioned, I think Portland and Memphis might be the next on the list. They, I was, Oklahoma City, they said it's beautiful, but that's another one. Like, I don't, we, I've never been, so I don't know the downtown. Uh, maybe if they continue to, to be successful, Chris Paul and Shea and those guys, they could maybe get it out there in 2025. It'd be out in Oklahoma City. I'm going to even go 2030. Ooh, that sounds so far away. <laughs> I don't like them numbers. That's not so far. I, I'm, su- I'm surprised. I'm surprised actually. Portland is on that list because Portland is like a a tourist destination and like a hipster town. So there's a great food scene in Portland. Maybe the weather might be a deterrent, but they go to they're going to be in Chicago this year, and the weather in Chicago is frigid. So maybe because it's just a small like that's all they have in Portland is college and the Trailblazers, right? I think so. It's not not much, yeah, and and I think their arena is still small. So maybe they they they're just kind of off the the radar when it comes to you mentioned the Chicago's, the Boston, the LA's, Miami. Those are all big cities where they they can host and have a bunch of different things going on. Because we they even had it in Vegas before these places. Right, right. I think they look for what fans can do outside of the game in the surrounding areas. I think that kind of plays into it. Okay. Okay. Um, That makes sense. But yeah, that was, that's a great, uh, that's a great fun fact, my friend. Hey man, I just, I learned from the best man, Portland, Sacramento, Memphis, Oklahoma. Last question out of those four, which one do you think will, will, will get the all-star game first out of those four? If you didn't already. Um, I think, Ooh, I think Memphis might be the the first city okay. out of those four to get it because of the, the their life. I don't know. I don't. I really know the streets in Memphis. I just know that you know they have great culture as far as music culture and you know the food, the huh? blues and yeah. and the food culture in Memphis is is outstanding from what I hear. That's so. all you need for All Star Weekend: food, music, and good culture. That's it. What about you? I'm looking at the list. I I agree with you. I think that it surprised me that Memphis hadn't had a chance to host the All-Star yet, but I think that would be the next one out of the four. I really, talking to you about Sacramento now, I don't see Sacramento uh, getting the opportunity, and Oklahoma City, uh, they'll probably be the last. Them and Sacramento will probably be the last two to host it yeah for sure for sure so that's just a fun fact man it's all-star weekend i thought i would just add that to the to the podcast yeah man well thanks for picking up them duties on this episode try to do something man change it up a little bit you know yep yep uh you want to talk about the release we just uh have for this weekend i'm excited man we we try to release stuff all-star weekend we released the hat Two years ago, and, and this year we we're releasing an all-star edition Chicago um, hat that is uh, black and red, little blue on there, and it's a very limited hat. It has the um, the Chicago skyline on the side of the hat, and it was designed by yours truly, uh, the gift card band, and he does his work all the time, 
and uh, I'm excited. So it's a limited, very limited release, and um, it'll be on sale tomorrow, 10 a.m. So you guys, 10 a.m. You guys make sure that you stay close. Watch out for our social media, 10 a.m. tomorrow morning. Yep, yep. And, yeah, we're excited about that. And, uh, yeah, support us and uh, let us know what you think about the hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, thank you again always for, for checking us out. And please subscribe and leave comments. We need more comments, and we need you guys just to give us feedback on on our podcast. On If we're Spotify, if it's iTunes, Google Play, whatever it's Stitcher, whatever you listen to our podcast, Please leave comments because that helps our brand, uh, good or bad. You know, we just we need comments and uh, subscribe, please. Yeah, just let us know, like you know, what you want us to work on, what you think uh, um, you like about the podcast, what you don't like about the podcast. Uh, just let us know. Like all feedback is welcome. Like Kyle said, we're just trying to build our brand and, you know, make sure we're putting out a product that people want to listen to and keep coming back to. And if we whack, let us know. Let us know. And we work on it. Yeah, that's all. Uh, that's all. But, uh, you know, just just let us know if you uh, like the product we're putting out there. Um, and just keep supporting, man, because the support is uh, goes a long way. It goes a long, long way. Um, so shout out to everybody obviously part of the team. We thank you. We love you. Um, I'm signing off. You guys enjoy All-Star Weekend. Ladies, you guys enjoy Valentine. Happy Valentine to all you beautiful women out there. And I'm signing off. Old Man Ross, Sweatsuits, and New Balances. It's your main man, D. Hill, the gift card bandit. And happy Valentine's Day to all the ladies out there. And fellas, try to watch the game if you can. Like Kyle said before, DVR it or just watch it on Instagram. <laughs> That's all you can do. That's all you can do. Um, spread love and not hate. Get in the gym, shoot some jumpers, at least about eight. Peace. Y'all be we out of here, y'all. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, man, if that's not your girlfriend, don't be taking these hoes out. <laughs> <laughs>